Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Serrano, and this is another version of Talk Radio. Today's date is Monday, October 10th, 10-10. Can somebody tell me why I don't like Mondays? Maybe Boomtown Rats can tell me. don't like Mondays. I'm sure you've all heard that story before. But I like it because it's another version of Monday Morning Quarterback. Remember Monday Morning Quarterback? It's my favorite time of the year because I get to back, I get to look back at yesterday's games and say, boy, now you should have done this and that. It's a lot easier to say after the fact. But that's what we do on Monday Morning Quarterback. We see who had a good Monday and who didn't. And we have a little fun, throwing a little comedy, because it's a sports comedy show. So now it's Paul on the sports comedy show on Talk Radio. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. I want to shoot. Monday and who don't? Who didn't like Monday? Uh, week five is almost in the books. There's just one game left. That's tonight's Monday Night Football and we'll uh, talk about that one here at the end. Um, let's get into it. Let's have a little fun. Uh, if you've been hitting the website, you've noticed that I've been updating the uh, Funny Football Briefs page. Um, I'll be doing that again later on today to get some week five clips up there. It's just a short one page uh, look out with uh, some funny stories of some of the big games yesterday. It's worth checking out. Sportscomedyshow.net. It's on the football page. Okay, let's get started. And, uh, you know, let's go right to a game that um, it had one of our favorite persons that I love to talk about. You guys know who it is because every time we talk about it, I always bring the, um, the sound clip and it sounds a little bit... It sounds just a little bit like this. Remember how it goes? Tom Brady had his own show. And it sounded like this. It's a story of a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together, yet they were all alone. That's right. Tom Brady and his Brady bench. They say with four men living all alone. Well, he's got Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Chris Goodwin, Scotty Miller. That's four men right there. Tom would make five. He's, you know, that's always been one of the keys to his success is he's had a, uh, a lot of help. Um, oddly enough, though, in, t- uh, in um, New England, he never had a, a, uh, a, an incredibly good running back with him. I, what's the way to put it? Never had an all-star running back. It was really all about the passing game. Now he's got Fournette, and now Fournette might not be a Hall of Famer, but he's a damn good rusher. Um, lad, and he's also got Rashad White, who they're trying to work in. He's still a little young. <clears throat> but the point being, it's Tom Brady. He's Brady much. And I'm going to start the Monday night show off, or the Monday morning quarterback with him, 
because he did what he needed to do, and that was he took down Atlanta. Which, on one hand, no big deal, but Tampa Bay's been coming under a lot of stress lately. Unfortunately, Tom had some bad news outside of football. Looks like him and uh, the wife are going to be splitting up. Um, I just don't like to see that, especially because they're together forever, him and Gasell. But so be it. But, uh, he, but the point here is he kept his problems outside of the field and didn't bring him onto the field. And so he takes down Atlanta um, in a home game that is really a bigger game than it appears. They went 21-15. It's a game that makes the statement that their first place in the NFC South, they're still a team that should be considered a good team instead of how this year there's been a lot of these top-quality teams that have gone to the wayside. They're not one of them. Tom Brady, he did throw for a touchdown, no interceptions, 351 yards. That gives him a big shout-out on Monday morning quarterback because he is Tom Brady from the Brady Bunch. Congratulations, Tom. What do you say we hear it one more time? You want to hear it one more time? Sounds something like this. I like this. I'm a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. That's right. They were four men living all together, yet they were all alone. I'm sure if anybody's old enough to remember the show, The Brady Bunch, that's where that comes from. I wonder if there's any families out there where three boys from the father and three girls from the mother, they all get together and live happily under one roof and then have Ann B. Davis as the maid? Yeah, not, not in this country. Okay, anyway, let's move on because that was a good way to start Monday morning quarterback. Um, let's move on to the next one. Now, the next one... Okay, so let's go to the other side of the spectrum. Tom Brady made it a point that his team is still good and they should be looked at as a class team. Well, there's somebody whose team didn't look so good and now people are starting to realize things aren't as great in Green Bay as everybody suspected. This game was not in Green Bay. That was the first sign um, on the handicapper. They were a big spread. And, um, I, you know, I kind of caught that like, the, this is not a home game for Green Bay. The game was in London, and as it turns out, the New York Giants beat the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers 27-22. Now, for those who follow the show and listen to me, you know I always like to do a little Aaron Rodgers impersonation, and, and um, you know, I can see Aaron. I like to have him on the show, and he says, well, let's just see if Aaron Rodgers wants to speak for himself in this game. That's right, Paul. Aaron Rodgers here. Well, it wasn't a great game. You know, I tell my receivers. You go down and out, I throw you the football, you score a touchdown, you make Aaron Rodgers look good. But they didn't do that in this game, Paul. I told them, you know, catch the ball, make Aaron Rodgers look good. I didn't throw any interceptions, Paul, but they couldn't catch the ball. And that's been happening a lot this year, but I'm not going to give up on my receivers. I like my receivers, but they got to catch the ball, score a touchdown, make Aaron Rodgers look good. Because that's what's going on here is if they're not catching it, they're not making Aaron Rodgers look good. Aaron Rodgers a little upset. Okay, thank you. There's a little Aaron Rodgers for you. So the story was, believe it or not, on the other side of the coin is Daniel Jones. No interceptions, no TDs, but he he, had, he came back. They came back in the fourth quarter, and uh, that's when Green Bay faltered. And uh, the Giants in London um, went a very exciting game, and that's a big one for the Giants so that's going to lead me to my next story on Monday Morning Quarterback. Before I get into more games and, and call out the quarterbacks, 
let's do you realize what's going on here? If you look at the standings, um, for the last couple years, everybody has known the NFC East as the embarrassment. Um, this league should not exist. I mean, you know, there's college divisions that do better. But do you realize this year the NFC East is has the best record? Three of the they got the undefeated team. Three out of the four teams um, are, are above 800. The only team that's doing terrible is Washington. And so how did that happen? How did they go from the worst division in all of football for the last couple of years to all of a sudden absolute best? I don't have an answer, but they've done it. And um, we're gonna, I'm going to look more into this matter. But uh, let's give a Monday morning shout-out to the NFC East. Because they are the best division in football. And uh, for the last two or three years, they were just absolute trash. Good for them. Let's move on to the next game. And, and again, this is right in that division. It's them Cowboys, them Dallas Cowboys. You know, how do they say, how does that saying they go, how about them Cowboys? Well, they did it. They went to Los Angeles. And there was a lot of hype on this game. And there was a lot of hype on this game, which I watched and followed and, and Thought this was going to be a true test for Dallas. Um, and guess what? It was a true test, and Dallas pulled it off. So a big Monday morning uh, shout-out on Monday morning quarterback to Cooper Rush. All of a sudden, this guy is the real deal. Forget um, whatever his name is, Des Bryant. Um, bring on Cooper Rush. The, the team has changed. Forget Ezekiel Allen. He's from the past. It's Tony Pollard. He's the rusher. Um, and, and their defense is incredible. They took it to the Rams in Los Angeles. And, yeah, the Rams had some problems on the front line. But this was supposed to be a come-home game for the Rams, a get-well game because they lost in Frisco the week before. Um, this was supposed to be the game that Stafford and Cup proved that, hey, we are still the top team here in NFC. Didn't happen. Um, Dallas came on strong. Dallas wins this game in L.A., and Dallas flexes their muscles like they're one of the best teams. So I'm going to say, how about them Cowboys? Big shout-out to Cooper Rush. Uh, and again, he's not great, but he doesn't have to be great. He doesn't make mistakes. When he gets hit, he doesn't fumble the ball. He doesn't throw bad, bad, bad. He doesn't throw him up for grab for mistakes. He didn't have any interceptions. Um, and he, 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 can run, he can get out of the pocket and move around. This guy's good. I like him, and I think uh, I would take him over Des Bryant. Everybody else sees it differently, but that's what I see. I mean, first of all, how can you even pull him from the starting job if he's winning every week? Okay. And then Matthew Stafford on the other end, well, he didn't have a bad game, um, but he did have an interception that was costly. Um, and, and it's just you can see that that front line – is is not all well, and uh, they have they're not able to give him a lot of time, and he's been under a lot of stress or a, a lot of pressure lately, and uh, not able to do the things that he did last year in the playoffs so well. So Monday morning shout out to Cooper Rush. Congratulations to how about them Cowboys? Let's move on to the next game, and again that was from your NFC East. So let's get off the NFC East. Let's go to the AFC. Now, remember last week when I uh, did the show on, I think it was Friday, I had um, the great Mark Franco, my handicapper from Vegas Insider. He came on and he talked, and we talk, We both talked. And at that point, I gave my five-star pick, 
And that's right. And I made it simple. I didn't go into all the analytics like he likes to. I said, hey, the Patriots at home, this is all really about the coach. This is really all, um, it's, it's really going to be all about why um, Bill, Bill Per, not Purcell, Bill Belichick. It's really about Bill Belichick making the statement that he is a premier coach. He's not going to be out coached like he was the week before in Green Bay. He stood up, and they took down a very poor Detroit team, which every which I knew was going to happen. They worked them out. Turns out they kicked their butts 29-0. Everybody was worried about Dallas start, or um, the Patriots starting a new quarterback. They do got a new quarterback. His name's Bailey Zappi. And, boy, I'm going to go have a cup of Bailey's coffee on this kid. He's good. He threw a touchdown. He threw 188 yards. He can move. He wins the big game, his first start as a rookie quarterback. Big shout-out to Bailey Zappi and Bill Belichick in the New England Patriots because they were my five-star pick. They won this one easy, 29 to nothing. All right. You know, Jared Goff, who I still think is a great quarterback, he's going through hell. You know, I don't know the business ends or what his deal is locked in, but all these teams that are looking for a quarterback, um, it'd be funny if somebody could open their eyes and go, you know, if we can make a deal for Jared Goff. Yeah, just kind of like, they, you know, somebody made a deal for Matthew Stafford before him because I think Jared Goff, remember, he's already been in the, play, uh, the Super Bowl once. <clears throat> I think he's got it in him to get back there. He's just got to get the right team. And it certainly isn't going to happen with the Detroit Lions. So, at any rate, congratulations, Bill Zaley, Zappi. You made a, uh, uh, you got a big shout out on Monday morning, quarterback. What do you say we keep moving? Because it's Monday morning, Monday morning, quarterback. Let's go back to that NFC East. And you know, I even put a song up for this one because you guys know this one. Now, remember during the basketball season, whenever I talk about the 76ers, I would like to talk about how there's a little freedom in Philadelphia. Freedom, you know, Philadelphia's the home of the Liberty Bell. It's where the documents of the great constitution were sold in Philadelphia. So John sings about the Philadelphia freedom. Believe it or not, this song was actually written about the tennis team, the Philadelphia freedom that played Davis Cup 20 or 30 years ago. I think he wrote it for Billy Jean King. That the song exists, and these Philadelphia Eagles, they are the freedom of the land of the USA. Philadelphia wins again in Arizona, 20 to 17. And Philadelphia, all of a sudden, another team in the NFC East, I don't know how they're doing it, are the only team left in football that's undecided, or that's, um, that's undefeated. I've decided that they're undefeated. Well, they decided that. But uh, I decided that I got my words right there. Jalen Hurts, big shout out to Monday night, Monday morning quarterback. Okay, thank you, Elton John. So Jalen Hurts keeps going, and again, no interceptions. And he doesn't um, throw for touchdowns, but he runs for them. He, he picked up two touchdowns, he ran for 61 yards. The boy can boogie, um, and, and that's just straight up because they went into Arizona and went up against Kyler Murray, and again, there's another story. The boy can boogie, but Kyler Murray threw an interception that cost them. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't, and if it turned out, Arizona, Arizona, if I'm not mistaken, at the very end had a, uh, a, 
a, a field goal possibility that, uh, I don't know if it was a chip shot, but it wasn't a long one. And they had a chance to win the game, and they choked. So Philadelphia stays 5-0, and land of the freedom. So they get a big shout-out on Monday morning. Quarterback, congratulations, Jalen Hurts. Keep going, Kyler Murray. Uh, you can boogie. Everybody can boogie. You know, I can boogie. I'm a white boy that boogies. Just like, well, okay, we'll leave that alone. Meanwhile, let's move on. How does that sound? Let's go back to the NFC because here's one that it wasn't maybe a big game, but it's a big enough to talk about. And it always just makes you want to play the song. Be sure to win. Is anybody going to San Francisco? San Francisco may have been on the road, but that don't change the fact that Jimmy G is going to San Francisco and he's back. And it sounds like this. If you're going to San Francisco, Jimmy G, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He's got flowers in his hair. He's got sparkles in his eyes. He's got that five o'clock scruffy beard. After all, he's Jimmy G. He's the king of cool. So this is a big game for him, and I'm going to tell you why. They go to Carolina, and it's pretty evident now. Um, Carolina is, is is an epic mess. They've got nothing going. But it's these type of games that Jimmy G has to win, and he does win, and that's why he's so good. Because the games that that he's supposed to win, he makes it a point they win. Therefore, when it gets down to those high, you know, the the um, the, the the teams that the, the teams that are in the top tier, the better teams, some of those he wins, some of those he doesn't. But when you win the games you're supposed to win, that makes you a contender, and that's what happened here. Jimmy G, two touchdowns, no interceptions, two hundred fifty three yards. He wasn't great. He didn't have to be great because he played a terrible team. In Carolina, they can't get it together. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he doesn't know. He's just running sideways through an interception. Christian McCafferty, he can't get off the ground. He only got 54 yards. Um, the, the Again, the Niners do what they need to do. They take care of the teams that are on the weaker side. And so big shout-out to Jimmy G for doing what you need to do. And uh, San Francisco, who's coming along quite strong there. And all of a sudden, they're 3-2 and two in first place in the NFC West. So the Rams are looking up to San Francisco. And that's because Jimmy G is in the driver's seat, baby. So let's hear it. Big shout-out for Jimmy G on Monday morning, quarterback. All right. Let's keep going. Got another one here. It's got a couple left. We're having some fun. It's Monday morning. Um, remember my five-star pick hit. That was a cool thing. Can't wait to talk to Mark uh, sometime later this week. I'm sure we'll get him back on the show. Okay, let's go to Tennessee. Or I'm sorry, let's go to Washington, where Tennessee came into town. And again, with Tennessee, it's not about the quarterback. It's about the Derrick Henry Express. You've heard me say this before. This is what it sounds like. All aboard. All aboard, the Derrick Henry Express. That's right. He's back. And guess what? Derrick Henry is getting healthy. Derrick Henry is running the ball. 
Derrick Henry is doing what he does best, and that is win games when he's in control. 28 rushes, 102 yards. Tannehill threw for a touchdown, but guess what? Derrick Henry ran for two touchdowns. So they take down Washington, um, the only team in the NFC East that's really struggling. But uh, again, this is a game kind of like what San Francisco was in. It was a game that Tennessee should win, and Tennessee did win. And they won it behind Derrick Henry and the Henry Express. And so now all of a sudden, Tennessee is 3-2, and and they're in the driver's seat in the AFC East. So now that we've got a couple games under the belt, things are starting to to play around, you know, starting to fall into shape. Except, you know, the Green Bay Packers in that black and blue division. You know, um, everybody thought Green Bay would be rolling. And I know we already talked about them, but um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he just was so frustrated he wanted to come back on the line. He goes, that's right, Paul. I know you stopped talking about me, but you should always be talking about me because it's Aaron Rodgers. Now, you know Aaron Rodgers got a big contract, and after this year I'm going to get another big contract. I got my millions because I'm Aaron Rodgers. But I don't want you to think for one minute, Paul, that Aaron Rodgers is going to let the season go by without his receivers finding the end zone, scoring a touchdown, and making look Aaron Rodgers look good. That's what they do. And that's what the show should be about, more about Aaron Rodgers and how good I look. You see how good I looked in my interview today? I was sparkling there in London, wasn't I, Paul? You know, thank you, Aaron. And to be honest, he was. You know, Aaron Rodgers, before he had that, when he had that long hair, he had that look like, you know, he's a, like he was 135, not 35. But boy, I saw him in the interviews this morning. He he cleaned up. He looked all sparkly, and he looked like a good young man. And you know, so Aaron Rodgers changing his ways, and um, he just wanted to come back onto the mic and talk because you know it's about Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers talks, it's really all about Aaron Rodgers and and his team, the Green Bay Packers. And, and I like him. You know, he does it well. Okay. Let's move on. I'm going to just do one more for you guys because it's Monday morning quarterback, and I always have some fun with this. And uh, we got one left, and I might even have one or two left. Let's see. Did I miss one here? Okay, here's one we're talking about. Let's go right here because this was a big game, as it turns out. And um, the game that I'm, I'm talking about was Sunday night football. Did anybody watch the Sunday night game of the week? Cincinnati went to Baltimore, and there's been a lot of talk about this guy because he's, they say he's the best running quarterback, even better than Patrick Mahomes, um, better than Kyler Murray. Yeah, that's right. They're talking about the man who won the MVP two years ago but then didn't make it to the Super Bowl, and that is Lamar Jackson because they say Lamar Jackson can just run and as it turns out, Sunday Night Football, Cincinnati, this offered two big quarterbacks. We had Big Joe, fearless Joe, go into Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. And that's what I'm talking about. And Lamar knows how to run. And Lamar ran and ran and ran. And guess what? Baltimore heads down since the 1917. So let's do a big shout-out to Lamar Jackson on Monday morning quarterback. What did he do to make himself look great? He ran for 58 yards. He threw for a touchdown. He did have an interception, but it wasn't the end of the world. Uh, But he made the big plays. And the big plays gets him a shout-out Monday morning quarterback because he likes to run and mix it up. He had J.K. Dobbins back there who, eh, he's okay. 
but um, he just did more than Joe Burrow did. Joe Burrow came around in the second half. Uh, they had a big fourth and one on the one, and sure enough, they went for it and missed. They didn't kick their field goal, and they paid the price, and then it cost them the game. Um, it was an exciting game. They came back and took the lead, but again, it was Lamar Jackson who ran, ran, and uh, actually he threw for a couple big passes there. He got um, his field goal kicker, Grant Tucker, in position for the game-winning field goal, and they run. And Lamar Jackson wins one. Yes, Grant Tucker, by the way, is the best field goal kicker in the game. Uh, Brandon McManus may have something to say about that, but I still think it's um, Grant Tucker. Okay, a little Pink Floyd, run like hell, because that's what Lamar Jackson has to do to win a game, and that's what he did. Congratulations, Baltimore, you win one at home. I don't know why, I'm just not a big fan of them anymore. I don't think they're as great as everybody says they are. You know, they got Kenyon Drake in the running game, but he doesn't do much. Dobkins is still the first choice behind Lamar, because Lamar loves to run. But uh, anyway, Baltimore wins this one. So they're 3-2. They jump into first place in the NFC North. That was a divisional game there. Those two teams in the same division. Um, Steelers, they got their butts kicked in Buffalo. That was expected, so no need to give a big shout-out there to anybody, to Josh Allen, who, who lit up the scoreboard. But um, uh, we're going to keep the, the Monday morning quarterback shout-outs to the ones who really stepped up. And uh, Lamar Jackson was one. So congratulations. Okay, that's our Monday morning quarterback. Now, tonight we got a good one. We got the Raiders going into Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes at home. Uh, homeboy, home, homeboy, homeboy Mahomes is at homes and probably going to run amok against, Dem, uh, against the Raiders. Uh, they, the spread was a high seven. I got a funny feeling the Raiders are going to make this game closer than it looks. I can't, I'm not so sure they're going to win the game, but I don't look for a Kansas City blowout here. I look for a closer, more exciting Monday night game. A lot of these Monday night football games have been exciting. They haven't been the big blowouts. These primetime games usually bring in a closer game. So I'm going to say that the Raiders are uh, covering this one. So we'll see how that pick goes uh, next week. Or, uh, we'll talk about it on my next show. Again, maybe I'll have Mark Franco back on in the next couple of days. I'm still working out the details. And uh, that's your Monday morning quarterback here on the Sports Comedy Show. I want to thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Uh, keep tuning in. I'm on demand. I'm on all the platforms. I don't know how you found me, but you found me, and that's all that counts. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go out the way I always go out, and that is I am Paul Salerno. I am the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show. And I want to thank you for listening, and you guys have a good day.